everybody. Welcome back to the Build It Internal podcast. I am here in Dirt Talk, in the Dirt Talk studios with my friend Alex Horton. Hola. Uh, we're, we're really happy to be here. We got the Dirt Talk sign on the, on the wall now, and we just got some work done to the desk. It feels a lot better in here. I mean, we're, oof, we're in business. It's funny. It felt really like sparse when it was just the, this, the slab table all the way up against the wall. Yeah. And now just with some of this stuff in here, I mean, Aaron brought in like two extra chairs just to see if it would eat up some of the just like sound reflections, which maybe it's working a little bit. It's helped a little bit. It's a little tighter in here, which I, I don't mind. Um, but with just, you know, we've got the cameras set up. I was testing that set up. That'll be rolling by the end of the week. Um, it's a real thing in here. Yeah, we're going to have our first um, guest visiting on mm-hmm. Saturday. On Saturday. It's going to be really cool. Yeah. I mean, that is, that is, that's a whole new era for Dirt Talk right there. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, he's like a young guy, so. So we can't get drunk. Well, can't, well, you and I could for sure. I was going to say, um, I was assuming he probably has a little bit more patience if it's like, oh, shoot, hold on, let me fix something, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, probably a little bit more grace and patience. Um, but it's going to be sick. Can't wait. I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we, we have so many people in the office right now. We have like. There's like 10 people in the office right now. I mean, it's got a good feeling here. I, we were doing the uh, like training for the server, which let me tell you, server training, pretty dry. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. But what I think the timing of all this has worked perfectly because I need, I need to practice getting the, the filming stuff going as well as um, you know, running the audio and like making sure all that's smooth. And there's going to be more people than usual in the office the rest of the week yeah and so i get to just be like hey can you come do 10 minutes of a fake podcast thanks yeah no i'm i'm very excited to have everybody here we yep. have we have an executive meeting tomorrow to get everybody aligned at the executive level leadership level mm-hmm. and then friday get everybody aligned at the team level um and we're off to the races after that is tomorrow like a quarterly planning thing for leadership or what's yeah okay so we've decided we need to meet quarterly as a leadership team if 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 anything it's just that's probably fair it's just good practice you know to talk mm-hmm. over issues talk over where we're at um especially where we're at with you know heading in this more formal direction that we're heading in we need to make sure everybody understands from a leadership standpoint where we need to go mm-hmm. that was a big mistake with leaders um, initially we didn't make sure that everybody understood where we needed to go from a leadership standpoint. Um, and I feel like we're in a much better place today than we were when we embarked on that whole journey. Sure. So that's what we're doing tomorrow is just shooting the poop. Are you going to, um, go over to the partner stuff at all today? Yeah. We're going to review everything we have going with the partners this afternoon. With the partners. Correct. Cool. Okay. So, and today they're just doing, just chatting and talking about, and I'm, I'm really curious to hear Randy's opinion after the fact, just like, you know, what he, the temperature he got from all the partners, especially from like today's conversations too. I think it's going to be cool. It's, uh, I'm, I'm really optimistic mm-hmm. because we're, you know, we're, we're keeping the entirety of creative. It's, it's, it's super beneficial for them because we're obviously we're we're keeping creative as is we're just going to switch to that modified model uh, instead of one size fits all 
like we've talked about, mm-hmm. and then we're going to grow it with the new investment. We know we need to add some, some, to some areas of the company. So we're going to make sure our partners are taken care of. And then we're going to add capacity to make sure we can accommodate some of these bigger projects that are coming our way. One thing I was thinking about last night, um, just in, I had multiple conversations with, you know, a, a number of people from our partners last night. And what we were kind of making me think about was we had talked about, you know, what this like onboarding process looked like for partners like a year ago. That was, that was kind of not the buzzword, but it was sort of like, this is, how we're going to start working with our partners. You know, the onboarding process will include the website, will include, um, I'm going to say fixing their social media, but just coming up with a better strategy and a direction and consistency there. You know, fixing anything that is like on the internet for the business. So it's all aligned. Eventually that runs out unless we always want to find companies that need that service. Correct. And we've always known that. Yeah. And so now, as we're like growing and we're um, fishing for bigger fish, that service just isn't as necessary to them. And so it's like, oh, yeah, this makes more sense to maybe not, I mean, I guess just like go on a more project-based model so that we can, you know, do work for these much bigger fish that don't need, you know to figure out where is their website host. You know, like the stuff that is is kind of lower hanging fruit for smaller companies that are for newer companies. Instead, we can say, let's, you know, hit a home run just from a storytelling perspective. Now that like all, you know, these lower hanging fruits are, have been dealt with, you know, it's just, that's well, kind of the next phase. And all these bigger companies, they already have internal marketing departments Yeah, so it's like, well. we can't serve that to everybody. And Lori said uh, something that's like, we can't be everything to everybody all the time. Yeah. And so I think it, it does make a lot of sense to me, just kind of the way that we're, you, you didn't, you said it was not transition. It's like an evolution. It's like just the next thing we're kind of growing into. Correct. And I think that makes a lot of sense for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be broken down. We're going to have the leadership side of the business. Mm-hmm. We're going to have the product side of the business product vision, which will be in charge of the development, the UX UI, owning each software product mm-hmm. that we're going to be creating, Yeah, which I'm, I'm very excited about, starting with the Build It app and then the LMS that's that's coming down the road, the learning management system, mm-hmm. which will be in the next six months. Uh, so we'll have the product side, we'll have the growth side, and that'll be customer service implementation led by Mr. Holmgren. We'll have sales and marketing pipeline for to feed the LMS, the software products, so mm-hmm. on and so forth, grow, grow further grow the build it brand, probably be Skylar. Um, we will have the build it brand underneath that, still figuring out who's going to be leading leading that and how we're going to structure that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you fit, you know, within the build it brand, yeah. with the podcast and Matt Briscoe doing the doing the vlog and that kind of thing. Then we have the creative business, and that'll be partner marketing services, and that'll be um, feeding the production to feed the LMS and and documentaries and eventually education and so on and so forth, the whole production company mm-hmm. focused on primarily just video production. And then we'll have the services business, which will be consulting, people, um, office design. It'll be a family of businesses that are more hands-on with the company. So that's how we're going to break everything down. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong. It feels like this next phase slides a lot of people 
in a lot of people in groups into like the, their most natural kind of skill set and role. Does Correct. that does that make sense? Well, and that's so we've we've you know this structure we feel really good about it, mm-hmm. and and I think we're I mean this is there's been a lot of changes as we figure things out, but I think this model. Uh, there's going to be a lot of changes, but the model itself, I think, is going to stick around for quite a while. Yeah. I feel pretty good about it. So once we've figured that out, we've basically had conversations with everybody in leadership. Hey, where 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 do you think you you provide the most value? And we've we've talked to you know like Benjamin, like what are you good at? Where where do you think you fit here? Skyler, Jake, you know Kara. I mean every, everybody, me, Dan, Randy. We've had the discussions internally about where we where we fit. Mm-hmm. So we've had those discussions and. We've actually lined up leadership, Lori, uh, you know, lined up leadership with where they want to be and where we think they're going to be most successful. And then now it's, we're going to lay the plan out to the team and basically to the team say, hey, where do you want to be? And let's make that happen now. And then figure out where everybody fits on the current team. And there's going to probably be a lot of moving around. Um, based on a lot of the things I've heard from the team and where people want to be. Mm-hmm. And then once we understand what gaps we have to fill, then we can go hire and fill those gaps. That's an, that's an exciting um, prospect because I think, let's just say, I don't think a lot of companies have that opportunity to go to basically everyone in the company and say, where do you think you fit in best? Where do you think you can provide the most value? Where do you think you can really, really th- thrive? Correct. Because usually it's just like, this is a job that's available. Maybe in a year we can try. And this is like, this is the way we're moving. And we we have this like window of we can kind of move people and scoop people to, you know, a place that they find, you know, as a better fit for them. And we can do it now. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And that's what's so exciting about this. I mean, that's what I'm going to tell everybody on the call on Friday is everybody can have a place here. Oh, yeah. It's, it's not guaranteed. That's up to you. And we're going to lay out the direction. This is where we're going. Mm-hmm. Um, if, you're, if you're willing to bust your ass, if you're willing to put a mission and team before yourself, if you're willing to adapt and, and potentially change what you're doing, um, given where the business goes, and if you're willing to, to serve the team, serve the mission, um, serve yourself, there's going to be a lot of amazing opportunity and a yeah. lot of incredible things that are going to, that are going to follow. But if you're if you're not down to bust your ass, if you're not down for the constant change, this is it's only it's only getting worse, and this is not the place for you. Yeah, um, and that's just the reality of where we're at. Is we can't keep spinning our wheels, we can't keep getting bent out of shape, we can't keep worrying about this or that. We need to stay focused and just keep moving forward, even as things dramatically shift. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be the tone of, of Friday's call, and after. You know, this is going to be coming out same day we have the call. Same message. It's everybody here. When 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 Dan and I were originally talking about all this, that's that's our number one priority. Is where does everybody fit here? You know, how do we make sure everybody's taken care of? And if that's not clear to everybody, we're really screwing up because I feel like we sincerely do intend to care for everybody within mm-hmm. the business. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, uh, you know, we provide the opportunity, but it's also up to everybody within the business to seize those opportunities and. It, we're doing something crazy and our, our business, the reality is it's not for everybody. So that's, we're going to have, you know, we're going to, we're going to tell the team that on Friday and we're going to tell our partners that, Hey, if you just want an agency to take care of everything, easy button, we'll make sure you're set up, but that's not us. And we'll wish you well. I'll make sure you're taken care of, but this isn't going to work long-term. 
But hey, if you're down to go completely change an industry with us and you're down to go change the model around a little bit, let's figure out what works for the both of us. Let's focus on projects here or there. Let's figure out how do you take a lot of this stuff internal. Okay, cool. Let's do it. I'm with you. <laughs> you know? I mean, uh, I had a long conversation with Dylan last night, Dylan Stevens with Rosso. And he was talking about how he views the the partnership model as like a marriage in that if you're not getting what you're wanting out of this, you can just back out. He's like, this is a much deeper relationship where it's like, if, if there's an issue with communication, he doesn't say like, fuck you, bye. He speaking as coming into it as like, let's continue to find a way that's like, this makes sense for both of us. Cause we, this is an important relationship for both of us from both sides. Yeah. And so I think that's probably the same way for, with BuildWit and the team, like in the people of the team, is that like, it, if this is not like a perfect fit or scenario, that's like probably, I think that the hard like conversations that we're probably going to have to continue to have as we, as the business shifts, because, you know, we are as, you know, individuals in the team are going to be shifted around a little bit into kind of what our responsibilities are, what we're working on. Like, I think those are all good things, but can also bring about like really hard conversations. Like, Oh, is this really what I want to be doing? Or is this really, you know, the best use of my abilities? Cause I think we're like having to figure that out kind of on the fly and that's tough. Yeah. And, and the whole constant change thing, it's not for everybody. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's aligned pretty closely with human nature but at the same time people just don't do well with it and and i'm starting to figure out that yeah that's just the reality of our business and we can do a lot of stuff to to make it a little bit friendlier and to mitigate a little bit of that but at the same time this is just reality just how it is and if you're not on board with it i i don't know what to tell you mm -hmm. and, I, and i'm happy to make sure that you're taken care of elsewhere like i really want to make sure everybody here lives the life they want to live whether that be at buildwit or elsewhere i want to do everything i can to help this group of, of humans and we want to go hire a lot more so we can impact more lives. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, the, the mission, and I keep pointing to it on the conference wall, that's everything. That's everything. That's greater than any one person here, mm -hmm. including myself. That's it. I've I've mentioned the, the mission, I feel like, a lot more lately, just in my like, conversations. Really trying to emphasize that it's not just like a really, really cool neon light on, on a brick wall. Yeah. I feel like maybe when I first came on, I was like, that's like a, that sounds so good. Make the dirt world a better place. But not necessarily understanding and getting that like that drives the rest of our decisions. Every not just like, let's make a cool business. And we'll say that we're making the dirt world a better place. Like those, those were separate to me, I think. I just didn't get it. Yeah. And so now I, I feel like, you know, we are, we're, we really are really, really mission driven in that. And I think the more that we make decisions about our business that serve that, I think that's only a good thing for us. Yeah. And so, you know, we're like in this, a, this phase of, of transition, of evolution. And I think that's just part of making the dirt world a better place because that makes us, you know, grow in the way we need to grow. Correct. Makes the dirt world a better place. It allows us to offer the opportunities we have. It allows us to make sure everybody keeps getting paid. You know, I mean, <laughs> it's even pretty important. Dan was joking about that. He's like, hey, everybody's, you know, everybody got all bent out of shape. It's like, listen, we're trying to make sure that this thing's sustainable here. We're looking at the money and this is where we need to go to make sure that happens. So 
if you like getting consistently paid, like that's, that's part of this, <laughs> you know, it, it's, mm-hmm. we're, we're really doing our best here. And sure. We, we, we screw up just about everything there is to screw up every single meeting. I'm, I'm sitting there asking myself, how could I've done that better? And I have a million, million different reasons as, yep. Or, or a million different things I could have done better than every single meeting, but or, intentions are pure. The direction has never been more clear. We actually have a path to victory here for the first time ever, which is pretty crazy. And we're going to go do it. So if you want to be on board with us, awesome. There's going to be some really cool shit starting to happen. This, like, you think this office is cool? You think what we've done is cool? You think what we're doing right now is cool? It's nothing, 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 nothing compared to where we're going. Mm-hmm. That creates a ton of opportunity for everybody on board. But to go do extraordinary things, you need to do extraordinary things. And, and, and to create an extraordinary business, you need to do cre- you know, extraordinary things on a daily basis. And it's going to take years and years and years and years of busting our ass mm-hmm. to get this, get this anywhere. Yep. And I'm stoked about it. I feel like most everybody's stoked about it. Um, but, you know, if someone isn't stoked about it, we need to figure that out now. And then going into the future, you know, we're going to be hiring a lot of people here pretty soon. We're going to be growing our business again. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to be growing our business again. And then we're going to be growing our business again. We're only going in one direction. Yep. And this group needs to be on board with that because this group is going to be leading everybody else coming into the business. Everybody. Mm-hmm. This is very quickly going to be everybody listening here. You know, as we double, and then as we double again, you're quickly going to become one of the most senior individuals at the company. People are going to be looking up to you. You're going to be guiding the culture. You're going to be reinforcing the importance of the mission. You're going to be leading people. So that's why it's so important for everybody to understand that now is mm-hmm. because we're, we're not successful if everyone doesn't understand it now. Well, I'm, I'm excited for the new, and but I think also I'm excited for the, the growing pains part of it too. Yeah, but at the same time, I really don't think it's, it's going to be all that painful. I think we have sure. a great team. We have a great leadership team. We've invested in a lot of the resources necessary. This has been an internal podcast question before. Why do we have, you know, so many executives, you know, look at, look at like our executive meeting tomorrow. I mean, it's, it's 30% of the company, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is, it's, it, that, that makes no sense at all. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you're right. That doesn't make any sense at all for today, but we've always seen where we're going. We've already, we've always looked at tomorrow. Yeah. So that team, you know, from a, from a leadership standpoint, starting that's, we can go build a hundred million dollar company with that team. We're good. We're good to go. And then the team below that, everybody else at the company, we're good to go, man. We got to hire quite a few more people. We need to add a lot of capacity and a lot of resources. Sure. But we're, we're rock solid right now. Let's roll. Let's roll. Um, I've got a couple questions. Um, a couple from Claire that she asked, after listening to, she was not on the call. Sure. But she, after she sent a couple to me after she listened to it. Um, so she says, the three questions are, where are we currently spending? Is it that we grew too fast or are we not executing on sales? Question mark. Slash, where is the new money going to go? And then how are we controlling current costs slash existing sales opportunities? So financially, let me just kind of break it down here. Sure. Creative right now, we're we're not making the money we need to be making mm-hmm. because the the model is just it's just broken. 
And, 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 and that's our fault. That's, that's my fault. That's, that's Dan's fault to start. We created this model that we thought was going to be easy and it has been easy. Um, but, but where we're at now, it just doesn't, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So it's based on, let's just do everything for everybody. And like we've talked about, no, 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 let's not do that anymore. And let's just do projects. So when we do projects for partners, everybody's happy. They know what they're paying for. We know what we're delivering. It's a bigger win for them. It's a lot more profitable for us. So if we can streamline the business and, and really focus on projects and that it's a wide, wide, wide range of projects. Mm -hmm. And then maybe still we do some day-to-day -day upkeep if necessary. It's not going to be this one size fits all. But if we can simplify our, our business model and have individual conversations with each company and create individual type scenarios for each one of these companies, I think creative business will be profitable on its own, standalone business. Um, Q2 of, of next year, mm -hmm. which is really exciting. That's where we're going. Sales are trending in that direction. So creative, we're, we're good there. Yeah. We're good. Services is another area that's that's going to support itself. We're not going to be really, really investing in services. People, um, Shauna, Narisa, Matt, Jake, they're already killing it. They're already good to go for the rest of the year almost wow. as far as standing on its own, paying for everything, profitable. Good to go. That's exciting. And consulting is going to be the same thing. Um, if we bring on that office design component, that'll be paying for itself day one. There's going to be be no level office investment there. Office design component? Yeah, we might get an office design, but that's cool. But that's another can of another thing. Yeah. So, where the investment's going to go is we need a few more hires in that partner marketing department. Sure. Everybody knows that. So, we're going to get a few more hires there. We are going to hire a dedicated production team on the to feed the OMS. Mm -hmm. And that's been haphazard for leaders. We're going to actually, you know, have a create team. a separate team yeah. to focus entirely on content production to feed the OMS MVP to start. We're going to invest in a small team for customer service implementation, small team for the, 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 the pipeline sales and marketing. We're going to hire a few folks at the company leadership level for to, to manage the financial side of our business, back office side of the business. Um, we're going to be potentially exploring more space. We're going to need to invest in camera equipment, so on and so forth from the production side of things. Yeah. Uh, so that's where the money's going to be going is primarily more human capital. Mm -hmm. uh, kind of spread across the board here. And ways for human capital to do their work. <laughs> Which yes. I, I love that you, you talked about, here's all the kinds of people we're going to be bringing onto the team. And then we need to go spend like $100,000 on camera equipment. More than that. I mean, you know, like, yeah, because that, like, you're right, that is like, I mean, a that's going to be significant. Yeah. And then um, the development costs for software development. Sure. It's going to be 100 to 200,000 a month to, to develop what we need to develop. Mm -hmm. So that'll be part of it as well. Sure. So that's where the money's going to be going. Mostly human capital. Yep. Cool. But spread across the board, it's not going in heavily in any one direction, it's going across the entire business this time around. Yeah, we weren't just, yeah, that makes more sense. Cool. So in, in, in fairness, when we took on the first bit of money from Randy, we didn't have a plan like this to mm -hmm. allocate the money. We had it on the back of a napkin, went into that conversation. We weren't even expecting to get the money from Randy, but he said, let's, let's do this. And we, we hashed it out and we've tried to allocate the money as intelligently as we could, but we didn't know a whole lot. We didn't have a good plan. We just kind of ran around and hired randomly and we, we did our best, mm -hmm. but 
Uh, were we as smart as we should have been with the money? No, that's just the the reality of it. Yeah. And and then going into this next few few months, especially the next year, sure we're taking on investment, but we're going to be very careful about how we're spending that money. Mm-hmm. And it is not open season. It is not hire whoever the hell we need. It is not buy whatever we need. It is we are going to be having to answer to somebody else and justify how we're spending that money. And now that Aaron Somero is on board, we have the ability to determine quickly how we're allocating money and how we can do it smarter. Um, so I just want to stress that we we have a plan and we didn't have a plan before. Mm-hmm. We're pushing it across the business, not in any one specific area. And then we are going to be very diligent about figuring out how we're actually spending that money. And we're going to do it very intelligently and we're not going to think we're, we can just go spend it anywhere. That is not what this is. Yeah. And we got a little sloppy with this past year. Sure. I mean, it's, it's um, you know, it's largely down to we just didn't have someone with their eye on the ball quantifying what we were spending when we were spending it. So we could only look back and kind of think about past decisions like, ah, probably that wasn't the best, best place, you know, best way to do it. Mm-hmm. Whereas now we have someone and eventually a team focused on how are we spending today? How are we planning on spending and how can we spend Spartan and empowering everybody with that information? Yeah. Cause I think what you've done a really, really good job of, and I say, I would say just build with leadership in general is always like empowering the rest of the team to like, you know, spend where you, you feel like we need to spend. And I think kind of what you were just saying is like the next version of that as well is, you know, now that we've, got some like data on here's how we've you know been spending and now we have more direction on here's where we want to go we can be more intentional about you know where the the next investment goes yeah a lot of stuff going on man Ooh. um i got one more question narisa brought something up which i thought was pretty interesting um she says it's actually a question slash an idea she says, with the new office being in a perfect location for those who live, work, and play in the heart of Germantown in the Nashville area, would Aaron be open to allowing the office to be utilized as a co-working spot on certain days to generate cash flow into the business, such make it available to be used as a preferred meeting space? Um, I've thought about it. It's a it's a great thought. Um, but where I'm sitting, bigger picture, it doesn't doesn't quite make a lot of sense. Um yeah, it's it's kind of hard to explain, but it's it's from a financial standpoint that makes perfect sense, mm-hmm. and that's a very sound idea. From a cultural sense, it doesn't make any. It 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 starts to interrupt things, and I built the business to expand our our culture and create further connection within our our individuals at the company. And when you start inviting things in that disrupts that, then then the space starts to become not as valuable. Mm-hmm. So I would rather it slowly grow than try to utilize it for other things right now mm-hmm. and disrupt what we're slowly building. If that makes sense. I, I, yeah, it's, it's culture relationships. It's, you can't put your hands around it and you can't really make it make sense on a spreadsheet. Um, I think it's honestly, it reminds me of why we'll never sell ads to be on dirt talk. Yeah. Because it's like, from a short-term perspective, like, yeah, that'd be great to drive a little revenue just by having people listen to the podcast. Sure. But that is kind of short-sighted with 
what dirt talk has always kind of been meant to be, you know, like you've, you've used the language, keep it pure. And I think that's a similar thing for the office too. It's like, if we allow outside, you know, forces, whether they're, you know, we have good relationships or whatever or not, it's like, if, if this is not just like hours of build wit, um, you just contain kind of that, like quote unquote purity. Yeah. And so I get it. Yeah. And it's, you know, I kind of want it to be our sacred space. Like this is, this is Buildwitz home. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you don't, uh, I mean, I guess some people do, but I don't rent out a bedroom in my home and have strangers staying with me every, every week. Mm-hmm. I want to be on my own. I want to be with, and if I want to invite someone in, that's cool, but I know them and we're good to go there. Um, I also wonder if it, I mean, I think that certainly could send like the wrong message to like a prospective client or whatever. It's like, oh, you guys are needing to rent out this conference room is it because you don't have enough business or why don't they have enough business why do they feel like they have to generate money this other you know what i mean yeah. i just think it in the grand scheme of things rent is like it's like 18 grand a month compared to you know many hundreds of thousands of dollars in in, in spending elsewhere yeah. so that's not the it it, it would be a, a, even if it were done successfully and we replaced rent that alone would be, it wouldn't be that substantial. One, two, it's also against our lease. So legally we can't actually oh, we couldn't do, even it. do that. Yeah. Okay. So, so well, there you go. A, That's enough a, reasons. Yeah. 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 <laughs> if you want to pull the legal card, you can. Um, but yeah, I, I just want to, I, I want to protect the space and it, it, it seems quiet right now. <laughs> give it, give it, give it a few months. Just give it a few months. Mm-hmm. It'll be, it'll be humming where we'll be good to go. Cool. And how our office is used too, you know, you think what, whatever we put in, so it's, 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 it's definitely more than 18,000 a month, Yeah. but say it's for argument's sake, $40,000 a month. I could have, you know, we could have one meeting in here tomorrow, leadership that could be worth $40,000. Right? Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't, I, I don't need to be using the hell, maxing the space out to get the value out of it because of how we frame this thing. Mm -hmm. If it was a traditional office, I would need every desk filled every single day to get my return on investment. Yep. That's not how this is used. This, this is used to, to again, create relationships and, and further our culture and, and generate ideas and, and create connections with, with human beings that result in more impact in our mission and impact in our business as a whole. You can see the return on investment when you frame it like that in only a day. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could have, you could use this place one day, leave it empty the rest of the days. You're still seeing your return on investment. Now, does that work out again for someone like Aaron Sommer on a spreadsheet? No, it doesn't. But big picture culture stuff, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I'm with you. Um, well, thanks to Narisa and Claire for sending in questions. Um, if y'all have questions for the next or upcoming episodes of the internal podcast, please uh, send them to alex at buildwit.com or just Slack me would be fine or say it out loud to me. That's fine too. There's a lot of options there. Mm -hmm. I mean, they could probably send a letter. Um, you could, we do have some, uh, buildwit cardstock. They could go write a little note on. Sure. What's, what's one more option? Like, um, Write it on a bar napkin and put it on your like windscreen wiper, on your oh yeah on your car maybe. <laughs> like, wonder who this is from. Uh, not this week because it's raining. AF sure outside. Yeah, 
Um, I think that is an internal podcast, my guy. Okay, everybody. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you on the next installment of the Build With Internal Podcast. Thanks, y'all. Thank you.